getting the best out of LinkedIn. This is the Learning Podcast with Ennio Sung. Welcome to this episode of the Learning Podcast with me, EnioGlobal.media. Your business won't take you to the place that you want to be in the future. Okay, we're not going to live forever, but I believe business owners need to take a step back examine what we're trying to achieve in business and the marketing that will get us there. I've been looking at the 125 years of competition between Coca-Cola and Pepsi recently. The more I looked into the fierce competition that's gone on between the number one and number two in the drink sector, the more I can see that these global brands got to where they are, have stayed as global brands by doing marketing differently to have more businesses do the marketing. So today's episode looks at how big brands view and do marketing that small businesses can learn from to get more customers and build a profitable business. I want to inspire you to dream about your true business goal and about your personal goals. I want to move you beyond piecemeal marketing and instead to take opportunities to market your business to get a business and lifestyle that you really want. Believe me, you can build a legacy for generations too. Like I'm probably not telling you anything you don't really know, but you may have pushed it to the back of your mind, maybe to fit in, to stay in your comfort zone, to avoid the risk of failing, who knows? But this episode is all about inspiring you and your business and with your marketing. Here's a quick plan. So we're going to look at why you care about what big brands do with their marketing. And then we're going to spend some time looking at five ways that big brands actually do their marketing. <laughs> Make that seven. At the heart of today's episode is whether you're thinking small and doing small-time marketing. So we're going to conclude with how you can start to market like the global brand leaders. And this is where we're going to look at how you can achieve your business and your personal goals with the right marketing right now. There's a reason why big brands are the big brands. They're market leaders with global reach today, yesterday, and they'll probably be the big companies that will buy from tomorrow. The Coca-Cola company was launched in 1886, and they're still going strong today. They've gone from selling nine servings of Coca-Cola a day 133 years ago to now selling 1.9 billion servings of Coke a day today. The Pepsi is Coke's biggest competitor, and they've been doing battle in the marketplace as a global leaders in the beverage sector for the last 125 years. So why should you care what these big companies do? If you want to build a profitable business, then you should care. See, big brands have built a legacy, clearly. The companies are far bigger than the founders, and they've outlived the founders anyway. They've thrived for generations, and the companies have a whole personality of their own. The big companies serve billions of people every year, all over the world. Indeed, their huge customer base is what makes them a big business in the first place. The big brands have customers chasing them to buy from them. What would you give to have your customers who are desperate to buy from you? The big brands don't count the revenue they make because they're raking billions of pounds every year. So if you have any of these goals for your business, then you will love this episode because I'll tell you about the marketing that these companies use to get to where they are and how you can also use a similar marketing strategy for your business too. So how do big brands do marketing? I'm going to give you a few points. Neil Patel, my, probably my favorite marketer, maybe number two, beyond Seth Godin. Anyway, Neil Patel tells us that big brands sell products. For example, Fitbit sells fitness watches. Coca-Cola sells fizzy Coke drinks and so on. But 
Their marketing never focuses on the products that they sell. Their marketing emphasis is always on brand over product every single time. Here's how. Instead of talking about fitness watches, Fitbit's marketing sells people, the community of people want to get fit and healthy. Coca-Cola is all about creating confidence in a successful person who drinks a Coke whilst enjoying themselves. It's in the ads, you know. There's normally water splashing about and then someone's got a Coke in their hands after some vigorous exercise. See, Coke doesn't sell a soft drink in a bottle. It sells happiness in a bottle. It sells being part of a community of successful young people who are active. Apple aims its products at trendy tech users who want high-end gadgets that are highly efficient and with all the latest features. They don't sell phones or computers or iPhones. How dare you say that? See, when you think of the big brands, have you noticed how they're always in front of you? That's because they spend a huge part of their budget and their revenue on advertising, which in turn contributes to their huge market share. So they're everywhere, online and offline, even though they know you're probably going to buy from them anyway. Wherever you go in the world, I can almost guarantee you see blue boards and adverts for Coca-Cola, Mercedes, Nissan, McDonald's, Samsung, and Google, to name just a few. So I've recently had a client who's reinforced a point about big brands advertising to me. The Felix commissioned me us to get some prospects for their new software that can save big brands money that you and I could probably argue they're wasting on Google Ads. The program basically stopped big brands showing up in Google search ads when they're the top organic search results on the page anyway. Imagine what currently happens. When you search for almost any product, Amazon is always going to come in the search results. Imagine what currently happens. When you search for any almost any product, Amazon will show up in the search results, usually at the top of the page. And Amazon will not probably be the number one organic search results on the same page as well. So why would Amazon want you to click on the ad and cost them the cost of a click when you could simply click on the free organic result? The same thing happens when you search for a car, like maybe by model. If you search for like Mercedes EQC, for example, or any other big branded product, Imagine how much money big brands like Amazon can save with Felix's software. But the results of our marketing surprised me. So while some big budget advertisers showed a bit of interest in the software, they were not too keen to reduce advertising spend in any way. Imagine how much money big brands like Amazon can save with Felix's software. The results from our marketing surprised me. So while some big budget advertisers showed a bit of interest in the software, they were not keen to reduce advertising costs in this way. Big businesses are more than happy to keep advertising, maybe just in case. The fact is that by always advertising, big brands have a colossal brand recognition across the world. When a survey found that 94% of people across the globe know the red and white logo of Coke, for example. See, big brands target every customer in the market, but they focus on specific target markets for whom they fulfill their needs and demands based on their age, family size, and income. Big brands do proper analysis and research by the market factors, what we call the four Ps. In other words, they have a very good grasp of the product, the pricing, the promotion, and the positioning. And then they apply these four Ps in the marketing strategy. At the same time, big brands leverage big data. So let's look at their analytics to identify the marketing initiatives that help them sell, build brand awareness and maintain their status. The one thing to say about big brands is that they set out to be global brand leaders, at least so it seems. 
I mean, the marketing strategy is aimed to get them recognition and to make sure they're liked all over the world. That's what keeps the revenue coming in and maintains their position as a global brand. Brands like Coca-Cola have different packaging and sizes at different price levels for different parts of the world so that everyone can easily afford the product, especially the target market. Students, middle class, and people in the lower class can enjoy the taste of Coke. So big brands do memorable marketing campaigns. They spend a lot of money on content marketing because they know that people like to consume information. Big brands spend huge amounts of money on glossy video marketing because they know people love to watch shiny or inspiring videos, like I mentioned earlier, you know, about Coke and young people who are looking drenched in cooling water while drinking a Coke. Big brands are obviously huge on social media and spend big on creative methods like hashtag campaigns. They get users to create their own content and posts. They usually show them using the products and services. By using the brand's hashtag, users, you and me, can get far more reach on our posts and the chance to be featured on the company's social media pages. I mean, the drive to create memorable content is why most global brands use celebrities and stars in the adverts. These big brands arrange different campaigns in universities, colleges, schools, and they sponsor big events like the Super Bowl, the Olympics, and the Premier League that everyone watches. The sixth thing to notice about big brands is that they do more than marketing. And otherwise, that you deliver the results that they promise. As a Mercedes driver, I can tell you that the cars are a dream to drive. My previous VW Golfs, had more than one, the Nissan, uh, the Rover, the Volkswagen Astra that I've driven, they were also lovely, but they were a totally different experience to the cars I've been driving for the last few years. So I had three Mercedes in, in recently. Look, you may love Coca-Cola or you may love Pepsi, but if you're thirsty, cold bottle will make you feel a million dollars, whether you're a fan or not. The last thing I'll say about big brands is that they're active at government level, at population level. In other words, they lobby governments and lawmakers about laws and taxes that could affect their business. They're not just businesses that operate quietly. And the sugar tax that's been proposed in the UK is one such area that you know Coca-Cola are going to be arguing their interest strongly. Coca-Cola are lobbying in Europe where lawmakers are introducing a new traffic light system in which healthy foods are indicated by a green light and non-healthy by a red light. I wonder which light they want on a bottle of Coke, for example. Look, I could go on about the marketing strategies that big companies use, but this seven, this seven would do to make my point. I could go on about the marketing strategies that big companies use, but this seven would do to make my point. So what about you? The question is, what are you doing to get your business on the same level as big brands? Which of the marketing elements I've just mentioned can you put a tick next to when it comes to your business? My point is that small businesses um, are killing their success by doing small-scale marketing. That gets them small and eventually leads to them dying off. I want to inspire you to be more ambitious for your business and adopt the right marketing approach to become a big brand one day because we can all do it. Every brand I've mentioned so far started as a small business, as a startup, like yours or mine. From Amazon that started in the garage to Microsoft that started in the back bedroom of a house, so why can't we become wildly successful as these companies have become? 
Every business I've mentioned so far started as a, as a small business, much like yours or mine. From Amazon, they started in the garage to Microsoft, they started in the back bedroom. So why can't we become wildly successful businesses too? The answer is that we let our mindset hold us back. And with a limited mindset, we limit our ambitions for our business and our personal lives. When we strangle our ambitions, we think and do small-scale marketing with small budgets and limited results. When you do small-scale marketing, your business eventually shrivels and dies. We achieve none of the benefits that big brand leaders get from their marketing in terms of legacy, revenue, or the people that they've helped. Look, I get it. I've been in business for going on eight years now, and I believe that I was doing everything to build a successful business. However, I've recently completed a success mindset coaching program that has really opened my mind about what global.media can really achieve and what success looks like. Thanks to Donna Martin, the mindset success coach, I see now that building a leading business is essential to transform my business and my personal life. And it all starts with setting the right goals. In other words, going for the goal that makes your soul happy and fulfilled in business will also give you a legacy business and a personal life that you dream of. The first thing that I've changed is Martin's strategy here at Global.media. I'll tell you more about that in a few minutes. Before I go into how think and market like a big business, it's worth saying a few things that you should bear in mind. The first one is this. I, I know not everyone wants to be a market-dominating business. Not everyone wants global domination. I, mean, I read an article about a freelancer who is very clear that she does not want to do ever more in her business. And of course, that's okay. I mean, Kat Bugard, for a freelance business that writes content that many of us might even dream of. She brought home 300000 in revenue last year, but this year she's intentionally scaling back after redefining success for herself and her business. Because of family commitments, preferences, and a wish for a more balanced lifestyle, doesn't want to work ever harder in the business. Like I say, that's perfectly fine. But there's a place for successful entrepreneurs like Kat, who has her own views of success that does not involve dominating the global marketplace. See, there's also a huge potential for the rest of us to aim for our perception of business success, even if that is to build a legacy brand that brings in millions of revenue. Another thing to bear in mind is that not all marketing will work the way you think. Small businesses have a tendency to obsess over seeing tangible results. In other words, they want customers and revenue from every penny they spend on marketing. On the surface, that makes sense to you and me. That maybe you should not waste time and money on marketing that doesn't bring you a difference in your numbers of buyers here and now. But in the real world, big businesses don't penny pinch on marketing and they don't allocate a marketing spend based on micro results. I mean, Coca-Cola doesn't count how many cans of Coke it sells on the back of a YouTube ad campaign. Mercedes does not count how many vehicles a dealership sells based on its sponsoring the Olympics. And Nestle doesn't count how many packets of shredded wheat or baby milk they sell on the back of a hashtag campaign on social media. I mentioned earlier that these brands, their aim is to build brand recognition primarily. They sell more just by being in front of people and where possibly being in front of their target customers. The fact that you cannot see direct sales on the back of a marketing campaign doesn't mean that your money is wasted. As long as people are seeing your brand in the right places, you are doing the right marketing. The benefits of brand awareness is what made companies world famous when they advertise on the main TV channels 
years ago because millions of people will see the brand and it will stick in the mind of people when they are looking for that product or service. The beans on the mainstream TV instantly gave you trust, credibility, and more to millions of potential buyers. See, today's digital marketplace, why it has enabled hyper-targeting for paid advertisers, the net loss is that businesses like yours or mine find it even harder to get brand recognition in the wider population. This means that we must find other marketing strategies to reach out with the wider audience, some of which are offline. Okay. And one thing I definitely caution you against, or at least to bear in mind, is that not all marketing campaigns will always go exactly as planned to provide the benefits that your business or you want. My mind goes to the Pepsi advert that featured Michael Jackson when his hair caught fire. On the surface, that campaign was a disaster. Or was it? Ironically, everyone of a certain generation knows the Pepsi ads I'm talking about. So Pepsi achieved more brand awareness from the disaster that anyone could ever have planned. Furthermore, that accident where they burnt all of Michael Jackson's natural hair off brought more loyal customers to Pepsi than they could ever have dreamed of. And people who liked Michael Jackson likely became firmly entrenched in the Pepsi community and loyal to Pepsi forever, more than they would ever have happened if the ad campaign had just gone by quietly. See, the important thing is to use data analytics to work out which marketing activities are bringing in the benefits to your business in terms of reach, visibility, credibility, and more besides direct sales. I said I would talk about global.media's new approach to marketing since having my eyes opened. Much like I'm hoping that you will have your eyes open today. See, like you, for years, we've done what everyone else does. Organic social media posts twice a day on main platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever. You know, we've got, we're running a YouTube channel, we're writing blogs every month where we can, and we're doing LinkedIn lead generation, which we've done for a long time. We've had standard trade shows and we sponsored football teams. Well, that's, that has got this, us this far. We've worked with hundreds of small businesses to sell mainly in the UK, but also in Europe and Africa. So now I want to help more businesses all over the world to benefit from digital marketing to get customers without wasting the money on either pointless campaigns or on campaigns that do nothing for them. To do this, as well as what we already do that I mentioned, we're now spending on Google Ads, the size of a budget, and then we've launched email marketing campaigns in Africa and America. I do plenty of social audio, so I do mainly Clubhouse, and now starting tomorrow, we're doing LinkedIn audio because the world is listening and where possible, I will try to contribute to the discussions so that people know where actually exists. That's much better than just sitting in the audience and no one ever knows you're there. You know, we've formed partnerships with agencies in the UK, the US, Nigeria, and even South Africa to further our reach. See, I do this podcast and other podcasts on new platforms like Limo, a social audio podcasting app. My podcast is a way to help inform and educate a bigger audience, not necessarily to get more clients. Global.media has developed a mobile app that provides marketing resources and also has a directory of our trusted partners. We recommend businesses to people who are searching for their services on the app. That becomes something bigger, a proper directory. That's worth joining if you want to rank high on Google, for example. That's a years-long project, though. 
So we'll continue to invest in trade shows where we run stands, we're networking with local businesses, but now we want to expand that into networking with in marketing industry professionals by attending marketing sector events and conferences. Now we're planning to take on speaking opportunities by joining Toastmasters to develop our skills in public speaking. Look, global.media is by no means at the top of what we can do marketing-wise to achieve my goals. But the above I've just told you about is a start. And we'll only do more as we achieve each goal on the steps to what I see as building successful business. So how do you start marketing like the big brands? If there's one thing I want to achieve today, it's to implore you to see your business and the potential that you really can achieve. So the starting point to think about a market like a big business is to ask yourself or sit down with your team to establish a goal for your business. What could your business become? Maybe not now, maybe five, maybe 10 years. Now, how big can you get? Now, what can you truly do? You know, let go of limiting beliefs that tell you that you can't be a big business because it can be whatever you want to spend your energy and whatever you set your mind and work towards, you can achieve. Maybe you want to talk to a mindset success coach like Donna Martin, like who I mentioned earlier, to explore and identify your dreams and to start to take action toward achieving them. Now spell out your goal and commit to that goal. Articulate your dreams to your team, to your partners, and most of all, to yourself. This clarity of wanting to build a big business gives you and your business direction in terms of why you're working so hard, trying so hard. You know, why you suffer all the no's and rejections and all the challenges, you make sure that you can stay on the right road to get somewhere that you want to get to. At the moment, what you're trying to achieve is a halfway house to your true dreams. You see, your life and work are boring when you're just doing like you are today, whereas everyone is inspired. Everyone source when you're working towards a goal that genuinely inspires you and those around you. In all my life as a marketer, I've only ever met one person who's had global domination and been a market leader as a goal. That was Dan at the podcast guys who produced my podcast. See, in a little over 18 months, Dan has taken the business from a one-person show to a team of 12, and they've even now opened a new branch in New York a few weeks ago, as well as on his way to achieving his dreams. You can too. So after you set your goal to be a big business, then you need to work out the actions that you need to take to get there. I mean, this is where a marketing strategy is a good place to start to identify what you can do today and tomorrow. The difference is that your marketing strategy will always be incomplete. You wouldn't necessarily know what you have to do to get to where you want to go to in the end, but you will have what's necessary to refine, to add to, and to enhance steps in your journey to get to the goal in the end. In marketing, we like to find a marketing tactic that works and then scale. It's mean that we just do more of it. However, as we've seen, marketing is not necessarily about using one marketing tactic. From my experience, I would say the best way to combine different marketing methods is to come up with your own marketing strategy to serve more people and focus on reaching your marketing goals. The combination of various tactics will give you the greatest number of eyes and ears on your business. And that is what will make doing marketing so much more fun than just doing social media posts. Of course, you may have to start with some hyper-targeted marketing that brings the customers in, at least in the early days, where you generate some revenue. 
it's worth bearing in mind that the ultimate marketing objective is to get more people to know about your brand and to trust your business. So while sometimes marketing requires some selfishness to achieve your goals, social media, marketing, and indeed all marketing, should also consider how we can help others. If some people that you, that you may see as competitors can actually be aligned with you in terms of reaching your goal. But if you're not open to that possibility, then there will never be an opportunity to explore how you can help each other. See, marketing has changed a lot in the last few years, and the change is constant. Yeah, it's up to you to be open to different marketing opportunities, even some that won't bring you tangible results overnight. Think long-term instead of focusing on the next sale. This requires looking at marketing activities that will get you in front of more people and will bring you results in the long term. It's always worth considering online and offline marketing methods and also methods that will increase your personal brand, such as public and event speaking, getting involved in activities in your community and your wider geographical area. It may well be worth doing publications and more in the future. See, if you want to achieve your goal, you have to find a way to get there. The strategy is an overall global view and a vision of what you might be doing, whereas a marketing plan tells you what you're going to do today and tomorrow to take the first steps. The question at these first steps is a long way towards achieving your dreams of becoming a big business. Like I said earlier, you may actually want to sit with your team and explore how each person, each team, each department can contribute towards reaching the goal. The output of the discussions that you have with people, your organization, and that will form the essence of your marketing plan and other departmental plans that will give you some direction to go in. So the next thing, if you want to be a global brand or a big brand, I guess you know, big brands don't design the marketing campaigns in the house. I mean, you won't see executives at Apple or Nestle designing and managing their marketing campaigns on any platform, any medium. All big companies commission marketing specialists because they haven't got the expertise to create genius themselves. Even when they go huge marketing teams, they still hire experts who have more skill, more knowledge, and more time than they have. Unless your biggest strength really is creating compelling content, and that's what you want to focus on in the long run, like global.media, for example, you know, it's probably best that you hand the marketing tasks off to someone else. I guess it's worth remembering the more sections of a business that you can streamline, the more you can grow and expand your business. Now, the question that anyone's going to ask every day of the week is, what if you haven't got a marketing budget? So you must understand that you're not your business. Let's start there. You know, your ideas about spending money, it's not the same as the principles that you need to get the growth you want for your business to reach its potential. If you're stingy in real life or you don't like spending money on when there's something you can do yourself, it might be all right for cutting your grass or cleaning your windows, but it's not going to get your business growth. You need to change your personal ideas. See, when you don't have the money, the first thing to do is cut out all the spending that you're doing in your business that's doing nothing for you. And every business has waste. You hear the government constantly talk about what they're going to do to eliminate waste in departments and government spending because there truly is waste everywhere you look around you. If you haven't got the budget for your marketing, first thing is cut out the waste and, you know, at the same time, be true to yourself. You know, if you want to achieve your goal, 
you'll find a way to either get marketing budget or to get the marketing service you need. Sometimes you might have to look at creative reciprocal ways to get marketing service that you, that you can't pay for in cash right now. I mean, think about doing a service swap. Think about working in partnership. Think, think about working in collaboration. People can help you. You may even have to explore you know, looking at equity, giving away equity for people who help you grow your business. Because without them, there'll be no growth. Now, the one thing I'll say that you need to get your business to from where it is to where you want to get to, I guess it's saying whether you think you can or you can't, you're right, is so true. But I always say having a positive attitude to marketing is key to get to results that you want. Yeah, people who get results from marketing are excited about the potential they can get from the benefits that marketing offers. I mean, you often hear it said, oh, this doesn't work, social media doesn't work, email doesn't work, Google Ads don't work. The truth is every marketing method gives you benefits if you know how to do them properly. So expect the success that you can get from everything you do, like I say, if you do them properly. I mean, be interested in exploring how a marketing opportunity works and be willing to tweak your efforts to your unique situation. Even if you subcontract your marketing to someone else or an outside agency, keep your hand in it. You have to play a part in terms of driving that marketing campaign and also in terms of being the face of the business. If it's not you, then someone else has to play that role. On to the next point that you need to build the business, like a big business, leverage analytics to know which activities are making a difference and help you achieve your greater goal. I'm always amazed when I find that almost 90, 95% of my clients or businesses that I will work with couldn't care less about the reports or the performance of the marketing campaigns. All they want to know is how many customers you've got. I guess you know, it could be a symptom that of my honesty when I say to them, vanity metrics like Facebook likes and shares and tweets, uh, retweets mean nothing unless you actually get money through the door. It's either that or many of my clients just don't understand marketing data reports in the first place. If my clients don't get it, many small businesses just don't, just don't get it either. But your marketing performance reports hold the key to knowing what's working and where you can make improvements or changes to your marketing. Then you have to work out which data you need to see progress towards your goals and then how you can action those reports to see a difference in the results you get. We're almost there. So the one thing I would say to anyone who wants to build a big business is get involved in your marketing. Build a personal reputation and a reputation for your business for helping people. So even though you need to focus on how to get your next content, your next message to your audience, you must also consider how you can become socially involved in your network, you know, with your, with your community, you know, with your audience. You know, you also have to be involved with experts in your niche. If you run a restaurant, trying to work in isolation is foolhardy. Get to know other restaurants in the neighborhood. Get to know other restaurants in your niche, in your sector. Now, for marketing success, you need to be part of your sector and the wider community. This one may seem off left field, but it's not, it really isn't. You know, it's so important. See, the people that don't make money procrastinate and don't make decisions. And when they make decisions, they change them very often. People who make money, the ones who are successful in business, they decide fast. They're definite about what they decide to do. And they stick to decisions that they make. I mean, if you sniff an opportunity, if it sounds like it would be helpful, go for it. Be deliberate in reaching decisions and stick to them if they can help your business now or in the long run.
and only ever change your decisions that you have a gut feeling about very, very slowly if you ever change them at all. The final task for you to become a big business is to think and act like a big business. You can act like a big business and seek to serve more customers. That's why I started off with the numbers of servings that Coca-Cola has. The only way you're going to be a big business is by serving more people. The more people you serve, the bigger you will be. The more people you serve, more people will know you. Like I said, the ways that you find these customers is many and varied. It's not just by doing social media, right? just by doing Google Ads. It will be by a combination of marketing strategies that are in front of you today and many of the others that you may not even have thought of yet. And many that haven't even been created or invented yet. Today, I will say look at social audio, look at voice marketing, look at public and event speaking, and look at publishing a book. There are many others that will get you to where you want to get to, um, you know, get your name out there, get you genuinely well-known by people who will buy your products and services. To conclude, every business that's small and a startup today can be tomorrow's global business, no matter what your niche. I'm hoping that today's learning podcast will propel you to see the true potential in your business and develop a marketing vision and strategy to get you there. There's much that we can all learn from the ways that big businesses do marketing so that we can begin to get some of the benefits for our business and let go of some of the limiting perspectives on marketing business that stunts our growth. Stop comparing yourself to others and stop doing what everyone else is doing if you want your business to serve the greatest number of people. After all, you want as many people as possible to benefit from your products and services. Because I'll leave you with two quotes that I just love which gives you a flavor of what I'm trying to get you to think like. The first is, be a unicorn in a sea of donkeys. I like that. Or as my friend Miss Ebony says, you can teach cats how to bark. Imagine that. Anyway, happy marketing. That's all for today's episode of the Learning Podcast with me and a global media. I hope this episode can be a genuine game changer for your business and your marketing. If you've enjoyed the episode, then please give us a like. Better still, hit the subscribe notification button so you'll be the first to know when the next episode drops in a couple of weeks. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Learning Podcast. Please like, share and subscribe to this podcast to stay ahead of your competition on LinkedIn and head to global.media.com to find out more.